Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy! But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Indeed. Hey, it's week 22 of Diarized Teenage Me from my very first year of becoming a radio announcer. And can I just say props to 19-year-old me for continuing to fill out entries into this faux brown leather-covered diary, which is naturally offset by gold stitching around its borders and a gold-embossed Collins branding. Now, of course, to help us get into the mindset of the year that was 1989, I always like to flag whatever songs were making their chart debut in Australia this week in 89. And Kylie Minogue managed a massive debut this week in June 4 uh, with her song Hand On Your Heart debuting at number 4. Tom Petty's legendary I Won't Back Down, on the other hand, could only muster up a debut of 34. Behind him, new stuff from Madonna. Madonna with Express Yourself at 36. Uh, then we had The Cure's Lullaby, plus New Kids on the Block, You Got It, The Right Stuff, and Simply Red's If You Don't Know Me By Now. Speaking of not knowing things, at this stage in the world, the hugely successful TV show Seinfeld doesn't even actually exist. In fact, a pilot episode of a show called The Seinfeld Chronicles is still a full month away from being played on US TV and it won't be seen on TV again until May of 1990 when they drop the Chronicles from the title and just go with Seinfeld and of course Australians won't even see it on our screens until Channel 9 play it in September of 1993 they will quickly drop it and Channel 10 will pick it up and in December of 93 it will uh, start premiering hey coming up in this episode my VO skills apparently include doing a baby voice in a commercial. That's horrendous. I dish up a heap of movie reviews, including one for Return of the Killer Tomatoes, which actually stars uh, George friggin' Clooney. Who the hell knew? I completely forgot about that. Uh, also, there's a glowing report for a new Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin movie called Big Business, and I still remember my favourite movie quote. I said it in the last episode, and it is, Is this how we dress for the office? You look like a blood clot. 
You need to watch that movie. I also offer accommodation to another random at our radio station sharehouse once again without asking anyone if that's okay. And there's more 80s food references. One of my co-workers owes me a lot of money. Plus, I get pissed off about more on-air stuff-ups from me. Of course, we can't work through any of that without first introducing another one of my besties. So, let's get it happening. Who is that? 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 Who is this? Who is that? It's Magenna! <laughs> <laughs> And I call hi, her, hi baby. I call her Magenna because she her real name is Jenny, I should say. Um, but she loves Madonna so much, I just call her Magenna. <laughs> Got a little more up, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Exactly. I like it, Benny. <laughs> How are you, beautiful? I'm really well, and I'm really happy that you've invited me onto your show. Oh. You know how much I love you, and we've known each other a very long time. I know, and I'm so glad that you're finally on it. This is the best day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we, before we get into more mutual love, uh, let's talk about when you and I first met. We've had a little a pre-chat off the podcast yeah. to remind yeah. each other. You actually know the year. I do know the year. It was 1995. And so, uh, I actually have yeah. vivid memories. As we've known in this podcast, my memories are sketchy at best, but I still have vivid memories of meeting you at a party uh, because my bestie Evie had started dating your bestie Danae and apparently what happened was that Danae said to you that you need to get along with Evie's bestie because if we don't get along, <laughs> neither of them can date because we were that close to each of our besties. <laughs> Correct. BFFs for life. And, um, yeah, well, we're still talking 25 years later. I so know. Yeah, It was one of the greatest nights of my life meeting you and I, I love you to be. Same. And <laughs> you said before we started that, Practically, once we'd met each other, we just sat on these rickety chairs outside someone's house and spent the whole night talking to each other and becoming besties and ignoring every motherfucker at the party. Yeah, and probably sculling out of a bottle of vodka. That may not have helped either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any memories of that. What are you talking about? I think we were into absolute in those days. I've, I've upped the ante now. It's grey goose. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've acquired this with age. <laughs> Also, the 90s were huge for Absolute. If you weren't drinking them, what were you even bothering with? Well, that's right. You were so yesterday if you weren't drinking that rubbish. I know. Or what, what were those <laughs> terrible pre-mixed drinks that used to have vodka and lemon in them? Oh, now they were Smirnoffs. Smirnoffs, that's it. <laughs> with 30 grams of sugar. Yeah, so you'd be wired and high on sugar, but also a little bit pissed too. Yeah, I never really warmed to the Alco Pop. Too much sugar for me, even though yeah. I love a chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of tragic how popular they were and how quickly they sold out. It's like, get over it. It's just a pre-mixed drink in a bottle, kids. <laughs> All right. 5% alcohol. Yay. Yay. I'm not even really drunk. I'm just high on sugar. <laughs> this is going to really hurt tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Should we get stuck into the diary? Can't wait. All right. We're uh, taking in Sunday, June 4, and this entry was written at 12.23 a.m. Today, I got up just after nine, sat down and watched telly for a while and typed some resumes just to see what looked good. <laughs> I love that this is week 22 and I'm already well into get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, exactly. I showered and got to work at 11 or thereabouts. Mark was on breakfast and Kent from 6NW in Port Hedland and his girlfriend Michelle were there. Went on air at midday. Had a John Lennon special to play from 12 to 1. Can I just say, as a radio presenter, having a special where you just have to push play and can do sweet fuck all for a whole hour is a godsend. Bliss. My shift from 1 to 6 went really well. I had lots of fun. Mum rang up during it. 
They were off to see a movie. She hadn't got out of bed because it was so cold. (laughs) It was 30 degrees (laughs) while I was talking to her. So hot. (laughs) Stayed behind after six to do commercials and did a great one with Cindy. I had to do a baby voice. (laughs) It was so funny. We were pissing ourselves with laughter. I think I can still do that baby voice. It's sort of like... Do it, do it. How fucked up is that? Do, do babies that young actually talk? Apparently in commercials they do, Jenny. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, got home 9.30, watched TV. That's roughly it, folks. See ya, 12.34am. Oh, what a lovely Sunday. Well, that was quite an early night for you. It was usually about 1.24 or 3.35am. Or well, get ready for it because... June 5, it's a Monday. This was written at 3.14am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, public holiday today. Got up at midday, of course. Showered, watched the television till about 4.30pm. I reckon if I got a dollar for every time I wrote showered, <laughs> it's like, yeah, mate, everyone does. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> anyway, uh, watched the television till about 4.30pm. Went down to the station, put away my records from the weekend. Bradley came over and stayed with me till just before 11. He's coming over tomorrow to let me record his CDs. Or some of them anyway. Ooh, way to record your illegal activities. <laughs> My shift from six till midnight went well. Got home and Mark had borrowed a couple of movies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And this is written in capital letters. The Jetsons meet the Flintstones. <laughs> Good one, Mark. <laughs> Which was a movie-length cartoon. Yeah, duh. And it was great. Ugh. Clearly, 19-year-old me had no taste. And Big Business, starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Yes. They were both great. I've just finished watching them. Only problem is, Bradley will be over at 10 tomorrow. Once again, I get little sleep. See ya, 3.20am. <laughs> just a little bit on from that, Ben. I just need to let your podcast audience know I met Beth Midler at Rottnest Island. Oh, my God. Perth, I'm Australia. so glad that you brought that up because that's one of my favourite stories of yours. Um, honestly, Jenny needs to have a book written about her or a doco or something because her stories are amazed. But let's stop down, pause the diary for a sec and hear a basic rundown of how you met Bette Midler in WA. It was 1979. Mm-hmm. She was here with the Harlets to do a concert. I just got back from London, met my friend on Rottnest Island. We were the only two people on the island. It was raining, it was horrible, and uh, we see the 6pm boat, which is an old, probably the equivalent of 96FM now, and they had a boat they would take celebrities to Rottnest Island on. Oh, my God, I love that. The boat gets closer. It's midday and we're drunk um, (laughs) because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, precisely. (laughs) Lo and behold, the first person I saw was Bette Midler getting off this boat. And then you would have lost your mind. (laughs) Absolutely lost my mind in the Harlots, of course. Married with children, uh, Sons of Anarchy. What's her name? The mum from Married with Children. Yes. Yeah, and she's the voice in uh, Futurama with the one eye. Yeah, and uh, amazing voice. So she was one of Bette Midler's original Harlots, about six foot tall, amazing. And of course, it was raining, so they could do nothing. So we're like, uh, no, this can't be happening. Are you going to sit with us? Anyway, they bought us drinks all day. They were drinking tequila. We were sitting there with our Harlets jackets on all afternoon. It was a pretty wild ride. Yeah. 
I love that. Katie Seagal. I Googled Katie it for Seagal, you. Katie Seagal, that's it. She is a friggin' legend. She sure is. And she's got an incredible voice. And just going back to Sons of Anarchy, she actually does all the music in that. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah. And just going <sighs> back to some old the Divine Miss M or something on, on video and watch her perform. She, she's an amazing dancer, singer, just incredible stage presence. Brilliant. All right, well, I'm glad we stopped down for that story because it was important. All right, let's take in uh, Tuesday, June 6th. This was written at Jesus, 4.31am. Oh, Ooh. dear. <laughs> Ooh, E. That's spelled O-H-E-E-H. O-E, it's late. Or very early. Depends on how you look at it, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> good, good comment. I got up at 10 today. Bradley got here soon after, recorded his CDs and went to work about 1pm. Had heaps of commercials to do, did a heap of them. Thought I'd finished it at about 4.30 when I realised a whole heap of them started on Wednesday. So off to the typewriter again. Oh, <laughs> working 95. <laughs> Studio was busy up until my shift, so I had to do them after my shift at midnight. Jesus Christ. Pay me properly, you bastards! <laughs> yeah, overworked and underpaid, for sure. Clearly. Uh, Sean was over for my shift from six till midnight. He said his dad had said he had to leave his home by the end of the week or else. Or else what? Uh, so I said he could live with us at the station house. Hope I've done the right thing. <laughs> Clearly you never did the right thing, mate. But anyway, I'm glad you're reaching out to a guy... Um, that MJ told me was one of the most attractive guys at her high school. Uh, <laughs> so possibly closet me was going, mm, cute boy at my house. <laughs> my shift from six till midnight went well. Did the commercials and got home at 1.30. Sean and I have just finished watching movies. He fell asleep ages ago. See ya, 4.37am. Yeah, because normal people aren't awake at 4.37am, you idiot. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Wednesday, June 7, at 1.37am I wrote this. One was the hour of my waking today. That's p.m., not a.m. <laughs> Duh. Very late night last night. Today was my day off. Sean came over. He said he's talked to Neville, which is our station manager, and Nev said he could live with us as long as he didn't step out of line. That is such oh. a Nev saying. You don't have to step out of line. Um, <laughs> one foot out of place and he's out for good. Such a dad. <laughs> he's always talking about he and his friends have eating binges. I hope he doesn't do it too often. Me thinks Sean might have been smoking the weed. <laughs> We watched television for most of the day. Sean went down to the station at about 8.30pm and to the tavern. I asked him to bring home any mail. All I got was a bill for the television rental. Oh, I forgot. We had tea about 5.30. Spicy plum beef. <laughs> no, PM. Spicy plum beef that we made ourselves. It was okay. Bit tough meat. Ugh. I wouldn't have cooked it properly. It would have been the wrong cut and it wouldn't have been cooked long enough. But otherwise, it was okay. Watched videos till now. Old degeneration and old comedy company. Now I'm off to Bye Byes. See ya, 1.46am. Oh, nice early night, Ben. Yeah. I should ring my mum and tell her. <laughs> All right, this is Thursday, June 8, and it was written at 11.30pm, Majana. Fabulous. Way early. Well, today I got up at 10. I could faintly hear the garbage trucks in the distance and we had rubbish that needed putting out. Probably months worth. Sean <laughs> came over at about 11.30 or 12. He came over mainly because he knew I was going shopping. 
<laughs> I went and had a shower, and at about 1, we went down to the station at about 1.30. Mark owes me for a couple of bills, coming to a total of about $260. So I can't wait to get that back. Maybe say it to him. Don't write it in the diary, you dickhead. Uh, Mark lent us his car, and we went to the town, called Dad at the shop, then Mum at home. I paid for it this time. Shock horror. <laughs> Always reverse charging. Were you pumping those coins in the, <laughs> in the Telstra box in the street? <laughs> so trage. Um, did the week shopping, went home, unpacked and returned the car. We cooked chops, salad and macaroni cheese for tea. Yum. I didn't know I could wow. make macaroni cheese in 89. Go me. I wonder if it was from a packet. Possibly. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> Mark came home just as we were getting stuck into it. It was rather embarrassing because there was none for him. Oh, Jesus. Um, Mark and Sean have gone to the tavern and I'm going to sleep, obviously. Night, night, 11.39pm. That is an early oh, night for me. Very well done. Mm, gold star for Benjamin. All right, this is Friday, June 9, again, 10.49pm, this was written. Off early to bed today, got up at 9 and into work just before 10. Jan said I could take her car while she was away. My shift went okay. Some stuff-ups, which really pissed me off. I love when I get angry. I got a great letter from Nicole with a big storybook of what goes on in Adelaide while I'm away. Oh, that's interesting. It was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Sean and I went to JD's Video City and got some movies called Cane Toads. And The Return of the Killer Tomatoes. It was a funny movie. I'm off to bed now. Night, 10.52am. Clearly the selection at the video shop wasn't that great. No, well, I know that Cane Toads, I vaguely remember. That's a bit of a cult classic. And Return of the Killer Tomatoes, as I preempted in the intro, has got fucking George Clooney in it. Oh, wow, okay. He's the main character and it is a ridiculous film, but... I reckon you should check out early George Clooney and Return of the Killer Tomatoes. I will, and I thought I remembered the 90s. It was the 80s I've forgotten, but, yeah, no, it's vaguely coming back to me, just the, the title of the movie. I'll check it out. Yeah, possibly that's why it took so long for his career to take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, here's our final entry, and it's Saturday, June 10, and this is written at 2.39am. Another breakfast shift. Got up at 5 and down to the station about 5.15. My shift from 6am till midday went well. No real problems, although it got slightly boring at some stages. <laughs> but that's usual every now and then. Come on, mate. Up the entertainment game. Uh, <laughs> Sean came down about 10.30. Cindy arrived about 11.12pm, and I've scribbled that out and written AM. I drove Sean to the entertainment centre, then went to town to do some shopping for some cat food for Jan's cats. Went back to the station and stayed there until just after six. Cindy and I did a commercial, went to Jan's, fed the cats and stayed with them till about 8.30. Oh, I'm logging the time with the cats. Mm. Oh, precious. I know, I am precious. And so were they. <laughs> they used to walk on the kitchen benches and it used to do my fucking head in. <laughs> It's like, mm, you're making a sandwich where its anus is sat? I don't know if I want this. <laughs> Got home and Mark had some movies. Watch those till now. It's off to bed. I'm slightly tired. See ya. 2.44am. P.S. Oh. Called Nicole today at Karen's. Who the fuck is Karen? <laughs> oh, well, called her at Karen's. And that is us, Jenna. Oh, that was fantastic, Ben. I'm loving 1989 all over again. I know. It's freaky to go back. It does my head in how analogue and um, time-consuming everything was. 
Yeah, I know. Incredible. Just all those <laughs> coins that we used to carry in our pockets to make a phone call. <laughs> I know, right? But like you said, you could always fall back on the old reverse reverse charges. Yeah, exactly. I think most of us did. <laughs> yes, we most certainly did. All right, Dali, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much, Ben. It was absolute hoot. Thank you. And you come back on again, please. I would love to. You just give me the heads up and I will be on it again. Thanks, Ben. Done. All right, coming up in the next episode, Rain returns to the northwest and it gets ankle deep and creek-like, inhibiting my ability to get to work. I must have been spewing. I borrow Jan's car and then lose it. Or it's stolen. Or someone actually just borrows it and I'm totally overreacting. It's probably the last one. But anyway, I totes get my strop on and blast the person responsible, so don't you worry about that. I actually cleaned the house and vacuumed it, which, according to my diary, is the first time it's been done in probably five months. And I actually fell asleep on that carpet, so how do I actually have a functioning face still? It's a worry. I also reject a job offer at another radio station because it's not good enough for me. A good one, mate. And our new receptionist moves into the radio station sharehouse as well. And of course, in every episode, I try to help amplify Indigenous voices. And this time around, we're shining the spotlight on Baker Boy. I've even had requests for me to do this. He is such a legendary Australian rapper, dancer, actor, and artist. He won the Young Australian of the Year in 2019 and a stack of other music awards too, including Artist of the Year, plus song and video clip of the year at the 2020 National Indigenous Music Awards. He's basically a friggin' legend and he's focused on being an inspiration to Indigenous kids living in remote communities and helping them to combat the shame they feel. He's uh, on all your favourite streaming platforms, but you should also make the effort to actually buy his music because, you know, then he gets coin. You can follow him at Boy, and that's D-A-B-A. K-E-R Boy on Facebook and Instagram and Baker Boy Music on Twitter. Once again, a huge thank you very much to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune and Jezelenko for all his mad skills on all the extra bits. You can get your follow on for this show via Instagram and Twitter under 1989 although pff, who worries about Twitter? I think we got three followers there. Uh, we don't have any way of promoting this show other than word of mouth too. So if you've been listening on the regular Please pass this podcast on to someone else you know who you reckon needs a giggle or loves a step back at a time, back to the 80s. And until next time, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check you later. See ya, boy.